Hey, my friends, welcome back to the Inspired Way podcast. My name is Tim Douglas. I am your host. Almost as if I forgot my name there for a moment. I am. Uh, anyway, so Tim Douglas here. I am your host. Super excited that you are tuning in today, wherever you are tonight, this morning, whatever it may be for you, uh, whatever time of day that you are listening to this. Um, it is currently the 19th. Uh, no, December 18th, excuse me, December 18th of this recording. And I just thought, you know, I would share some stuff with you. I hope you're doing well. Um, this season has been really good. I'm looking forward to the Christmas season. I love as we enter Christmas. It's really, um, for me, it's like new beginnings. Uh, the new year, I love the new year because it is kind of that fresh start that hard line in the sand so to speak you know out with the old in with the new but yet December uh, gets overlooked and I feel like December is really one of those months that is the same there's a lot of new beginnings Um, those of us in um, most of the world you know we celebrate Christmas and Christ's birth and so that in and of itself is just like this new beginning this new birth And so as we usher in a new birth, a new season of life for ourselves, we get to celebrate that, but we also, the the birth of Jesus, but we also get to celebrate the start of a new year. And this year has been, um, for a lot of people, has been a doozy. Uh, 2020 with the COVID crud and uh, uh, the riots and the, the racial stuff, the politics I could go on and on but there's just been so much um, what I call garbage out there stuff that's just been going on that has rocked a lot of people that has affected a lot of people that continues to have impact on on people's lives and this whole year um, man this whole year I've been really studying a lot on you've heard me bring this up on my solo cast maybe even in some of the conversations that i've had with others and that is just um the the work that we need to do with our soul and how a lot of us um, we see it in the world i think uh, we don't give enough attention to the soul and just case in point you know i believe we we as a society we as a culture do a lot with the uh, the body, you know, with outward appearance, with the way things look and seem. And um, social media is really good about that. It's really good about what it looks like on the outside, what's happening. That's the external world. And so today I wanted to start a series. Uh, I'm, I've, I've been reading a book. It's, it's called Ordering Your Private World. And I really thought, you know, I want to do a series on, on just that, a series of ordering what I'll call our inner world or our private world. And the inner world, um, because there is an external world in our body, our physical physique or how we present ourselves, that's our, that's our outer world, the things that everybody, the external world, the things that everybody can see, but a lot of things on the inside most cannot see and and so I'll share a little bit about the journey that I've been on and some thoughts that I have for that. And so today is the start of the series of the inner world. In this uh, episode, we're going to call uh, View from the Bridge. 
and uh, or how how is your bridge? We can we could title it that as well. Um, what does your bridge look like? And we'll get into that in just a moment. But before we go any further, I just wanted to say thank you for listening, for sharing this podcast. Those who have shared it, really appreciate it. Uh, left a rating and review. Thank you so much. If you haven't done so, please go leave a rating, leave a review. Also, share this podcast with others and download, please. Uh, download like 10 episodes, right? If you haven't downloaded in a while, go download um, about 10 episodes because what happens is uh, that tells iTunes that we're getting some traction and I would love it if you just help me get this word out and share this message about facing the storm and being the buffalo in our lives and facing things head on and not avoiding them. Um, and then also thanks to our sponsor, Naked Warrior Recovery. They are great over there. Uh, Will over there is amazing. If you ever have any issues with your products, just send them an email. Contact me if you have any issues. I'll get a hold of Will or just contact Will directly. He's really good about dealing with um, whatever issues you may have. 100% uh, satisfaction, money back guaranteed. No questions asked. Um, well, you might ask, you know, as far as like, hey, what did you like? What did you not like? But no issues as far as returning your money. And uh, I'll tell you, I take the super greens every single morning. And then I also use the CBD energy drink um, as well often. And I've had friends that say that stuff is legit. They've I've given them samples. They love it. It's great stuff. Go and check it out today with the link in the show notes down below, or you can go to any of my bios on social. It'll be in there as well. And then make sure you use the code BUFFALO20 to get 20% off your entire purchase. And so every time you go to order, use the code BUFFALO20 and you get 20% off. So thank you so much for supporting Naked Warrior. Um, you, when you support Naked Warrior, you're also supporting a veteran-owned company. Uh, Will is a 27-year veteran of the U.S. Navy SEALs. And so thank you, Will, for your service. Really appreciate all that you're doing. You're continuing your service uh, to us and helping us recover uh, through the life storms. And so thank you. Um, but back to uh, my topic today, um, which is facing a storm that most of us just don't want to do. And if I'm being you know, real about this is like, I think most people just don't want to put in the work. I just feel like for some reason, there's a few, a slight few people who put in the work. Um, I was having a conversation with someone in the industry. They're actually a, um, a therapist and was explaining all of the different things that I've been, this journey that I've been on. And I'll explain more of that in just a moment, this journey that I've been on and how, um, where I am today and they were just like man you have done a lot of work uh, a lot of work that most people won't do and so kudos to you uh, I'm not saying that to brag or to um, pat myself on the back or anything like that of course that feels good that sounds good I like that um, knowing that you've you've put in a lot of work and someone acknowledges that but I say that because I want to bring awareness to the fact that we need more people doing deep inner work. And I'm going to explain a little bit more about what does that look like? What is that? Um, yeah, what does that look like? <laughs> you know, you can say all those things, but what does that actually mean? And um, for me, my story is like this. I... 
um, have been in doing, you know, personal development, self-development for 25, 30 plus years, always have been um, in leadership development, always looking to find out how do I become a better leader. Um, in the corporate world, I was always studying about leadership, studying about organizational health and culture. Um, when I was in uh, church ministry, when I served there, always studying, again, um, leadership and uh, topics like that, personal development. I always uh, followed podcasts and, and all these different things, but I can say that my life was still, it felt like a wreck. It felt like it was a mess because I was still allowing my emotions, my feelings to, to lead me, not serve me. Um, and one of our great friends, uh, Paul Wilder, always says, uh, emotions are meant to serve us and uh, they make, excuse me, they make excellent servants and terrible leaders. <laughs> and so that is absolutely true. When we allow our emotions to lead us, they, uh, they get us into trouble all the time. And that is when our emotions are leading us, I really believe, um, again, this, this word that has been stirring up into my, my, my being all year is soul, right? Doing some soul work, some soul training. And what does that look like? And um, because our soul is three parts, our mind, our emotions, and our will. And so our will, you know, is way, the way we go, how we do things, what we, what we desire to do, and we, the path that we're on. And, and I really believe, like, if our emotions are leading us, a lot of times, if you think about it, it's against our will. In other words, we know deep down we should be doing something else, but yet our emotions are controlling us to a point where we're allowing them to lead us down a path that we don't want to go. Many of us have experienced that, where we do the things that we don't want to do, and the things that we want to do, we don't. Wait, did I just say that right? <laughs> did I just butcher that? Um, we do the things... Yeah, we do the things that we don't want to do, and the things that we do want to do, we don't do. And so um, that's a, a Paulism from the Bible, actually. Um, not the Paul Wilder I was just referring to, but uh, uh, Paul from the Bible. But anyway, as I digress. Um, so anyway, so I've just been on this path of really kind of understanding this inner work, like what is, you know, understanding the soul and really kind of getting the mind that self-awareness, understanding like why you feel a certain way, why this bothered you, why these emotions are starting to, to elevate, why am I posturing right now when I should not be posturing, why am I responding in such a way that is tearing down someone else, why am I um, delivering a message that is right but delivering it in such a way that I'm pissing everybody else off. Um, what, why am I doing that? Why does it feel like, why do I get upset when someone says no? Why do I, um, have issues with, um, being challenged? You know, all of these different things that we all deal with, um, we've all experienced this, uh, at one level or another. And, and so part of that is, is dealing with like understanding like wait a minute why am i feeling this way oh i'm feeling this way because when they said this it made me feel this way but what, the reason why i feel that way is because this happened and when that you know da 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 and we and so understanding those things and doing that practice doing that work of constantly um as dr um uh dr 
Carolyn Leaf says, you know, every 10 seconds you should be taking your thoughts captive, you know, thinking about what you think about essentially. And that sounds exhausting and it can be, <laughs> you know, for a while. But at the same time, you get used to like checking your thoughts. You, you pull every thought captive and you bring it under submission. And the reason why that is critical is to take every thought captive and bring it under submission is because if I don't, what happens? What follows every thought? Or what follows thoughts in general, like negative thoughts? If I'm constantly having negative thoughts, not negative thinking, where are my emotions going to go? They're going to go to the negative side. If I have positive thoughts and positive, like um, affirm, affirming myself or doing things in the right way, I'm going to have positive emotions. And so if I can keep my, my thoughts in check, if I can take every thought captive and go, well, wait a minute, no, this does not align with who I want to be. This does not align with how I want to show up in the world. This does not align with what, what my God says, who, who my God says I am, right? And who God says I am is, is ultimately, you know, the, the, the standard, so what am I measuring myself against? Just my own thoughts, allowing my, myself to go crazy and wild and uh, I'm just letting them go. And then my emotions follow. And now I'm doing things that I don't want to do. I find myself in sin. I find myself in, um, in disarray or disgruntled or whatever it may be. I think there's, there's some work inside that we can do. And um, to, on to kind of, yeah, and that is hard work. That is. I mean, you're, you, it takes time. It takes effort. Um, more effort, really. It doesn't take a whole lot of time. It just, it's just really effort. Where you're, you're thinking them anyway, so why not just take the time to deal with it in the moment um, is kind of what I say. But just to kind of prove this point out and give you a, a great visual of this, um, I was reading about um, uh, a captain uh, of a sub, and he had gone down uh, into the sleeping quarters to uh, to go to sleep uh, to get some rest. While he was down there, he um, now gives another officer the command, and now that officer is is taking charge. And so while while the captain is is down. Sleeping, a situation happened in the Mediterranean uh, where they were monitoring and they had to make a quick maneuver, a fast maneuver. And he gives the order and the, the maneuver happens and they avoid uh, the situation that was about to take place. Uh, awoken from his sleep was the captain. Um, obviously, him being awakened, you know, uh, would would arouse certain questions in him and and want to know what the heck is going on so he rushes up to the bridge and the bridge is where all of the the command center is happening so up there um, as he approaches everything seems calm everything seems peaceful so he asks the question is everything all right the the gentleman who was in charge says um yes everything's all right and to the captain's response was, it looks like everything's all right to me um, as well. And so he heads back down to the sleeping quarters. So if the command center, if the, the bridge is where everything happens. Now imagine if he went up there and the bridge was in disarray. 
All hell was breaking loose and chaos and nothing was in order. Um, he would not be able to turn and go back to his sleeping quarters in peace and fall back asleep. But the fact that he could tell that everything was under control, he was able to go, looks like everything's okay to me, and heads back down. Two things I wanted to point out here. Number one, that didn't, they didn't just get put into this situation. This is a situation that they have practiced over and over and over and over and over. They've trained for this. They've trained for these type of maneuvers. They've trained for this type of situation to occur. And just because it doesn't happen every single day doesn't mean that they stop training. They continue to train for those things for the situation. When it does occur, they're ready. And so it did happen to come upon them and they because of the training, because of the effort, because of the practices that they have put into place, they were ready to deal with it and they dealt with it in a calm way. The other thing that I wanted to point out was the fact that there, there was peace and he knew, he trusted the bridge. He trusted the peace and the calm that the bridge had so the captain could go back you know, to sleep. And so knowing that hey, there may have been a situation, but it's under control because of the training, because of the practice, because of the work that his crewmen had put in. And so the same is true in our lives when our heart, the bridge, basically inside the, you know, um, in the, um, the Bible, it actually talks about um, in Proverbs 4.23, it says, watch over your heart with all diligence, for from it flows the, the springs of life. And that is, that is kind of like the bridge. That is where everything flows from, from the bridge, from the, all those, those, the command central, essentially. And so um, on the external world, everybody can see chaos. But as long as we're calm on the inside, as long as the bridge remains calm, as long as everything is under control, there's nothing to worry about. Far too often, like I said earlier, we allow the external to affect our internal. We allow, or, or we allow the external, the things, COVID, the riots, the political race, the, the presidential runoffs, all this other stuff, this, you know, whether it's that or whether it's work or whether it's arguments with friends, argument with your spouse, those types of things to, to dictate us and get us in disarray because our bridge is not in order, because our inner world is not in order, because there's no calm inside. And so how do we get there? You know, how do we get to a place to where, as Romans 12.2 says, uh, to not be conformed by the world or the outer world, the external world? Um, you know, how do we not be conformed by that, but how are we transformed by the renewing of our mind? That's our soul, renewing our soul, taking those thoughts captive and bringing them under submission and going, wait a minute, is this true? Is this what, you know, I'm seeing or is this something that I'm just, you know, again, it's that deep work, man. It's like, wait a minute, is this the situation that's occurring or am I, you know, bringing back past memory, past hurts, past pain? And so, um, it's just not allowing the world around us to squeeze or mold us into what it wants us to. 
Um, and it, it can do that when our inner world is in disarray, when our inner world is not in order. So I'm really imploring a lot of people. I want to get this message out that we need to do inner work. We need to make sure that our soul is tightened, our soul is healthy. I had a friend recently who, um, again, we talked about the body, where he was a bodybuilder. And his physique, you know, he focused on his physique, dialed his physique in, had a great physique, watched what he ate, worked out, did all these things. Again, the external. And he was a pastor. So he worked on his spirit, right? He read uh, the Bible, he prayed, he did all these different things that um, taught, you know, on Sundays, did all these things, met with people, counseled people, did all these wonderful things. But yet, he committed suicide. And as I think about that, I thought, hmm, wow. He missed that one element. He took care of his body and his spirit, but he left his soul alone. He didn't have his inner world in order. And I'm not judging him, please, please, I'm not judging him. He was a dear friend. But the reality is, is like Jesus said in the Bible, he said, you could gain the whole world and lose your soul. And I don't want to see you guys gain the world and lose your soul because of the chaos around you, because the craziness that is happening, because mandates that come down or new laws that happen um, in the months or years ahead uh, with with wherever this this world is going, right? Um, I want you to be able to live your life, see what's out there happening, but still remain calm, still remain um, have this sense of resolve about you, this sense of calm that your bridge is under control, so that the your inner being, your 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 soul can go, hey, all is well, everything's good. No matter what. Ralph Waldo Emerson puts it this way. It is easy in the world to live after the world's opinion. Man, isn't that true right now? It is so easy because if you don't say something something a certain way, if you don't say it a certain way, you're going to be, you know, the opinion of the world is going to come down heavy on you. And so it's, it's super easy in the world to live after the world's opinion. That is so true. But he goes on and he says, It is easy in solitude to live after our own, but the great man is he who, is, who in the midst of the crowd keeps the perfect sweetness, the independence of solitude. I'll read that again because I felt like I've just butchered that. <laughs> I'm not the best reader, but that's okay. Um, it says here, it is easy in the world to live after the world's opinion. It is easy in solitude to live after our own. But the great man is he who in the midst of the, the crowd keeps, the perfect, keeps with perfect sweetness the independence of solitude. So as I close here, you know, I just wanted to see where... 
you guys are at, you know, just ask some of the questions, you know, am I allowing the world to conform me? Am I allowing the world to conform my emotions? The things that happen on the external, are they dictating what's going on because my internal is a, is a wreck? I say it's time to get our internal in check, our internal world, our private world in check. It's time to order our private world. Um, and the question is, why isn't our bridge of our private world in better order? It's because we haven't been working on it. And I feel like now is the time. Now is the time to put in the work. Let's put in the work so that when the next you know, crisis comes down, the next whatever comes down, we can lead the way. We can lead like leaders lead. Leaders lead in crisis. And the, while the rest of the world has their hair on fire, we can role model the way, a better way. And the only way we can do that is if our private world is in order. And that is you being true to yourself, you being honest with yourself and saying, hey, this area of my life needs to change. This area of my life, I need to get in check. This area of my life is a wreck. <laughs> I need accountability to this. I need to talk to some other people. I need to get a coach. I need to whatever to help you get these things in line, get these things in order. And so if you're looking for that, I would love to help you. I'd love to serve you. Love to help you get your inner world in, in check, in order, so that you are strong, so that you are vibrant, you're full of energy, full of vitality and life giving because just let's be real when our private world is a wreck we always walk around knowing it and we don't want anybody else to know about it so we walk around on eggshells we walk around trying to pretend like we're something that we're not so we feel like a fraud so then we put ourselves in such a way we project ourselves in another way we do all these things and we don't feel like we're doing ourselves well and so if you know you're not doing yourself well if you know you're not putting yourself out there the right way it's time to start getting these things in order and i say that with complete love and someone who's done that someone who has looked back and gone crap i was a jerk crap um <laughs> uh, i had so much junk going on inside of me that i was trying to pretend like everything else was fine when it wasn't and it's time for me to get real and just to own it and just step into it and start fixing it. And so I've been there. I know, I know where that is. And so if this resonates with you, if this sounds like maybe it's for a friend, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's always for a friend. I'm asking for a friend. I'm just curious. <laughs> How do I take care of this? <laughs> so anyway, um, Man, I really appreciate you guys. I hope this um, I hope this came over well. Very kind of a heavy message, a deep message maybe, but I feel like it's one that we need to do. We need to order a private world. Oh my gosh, I cannot stress that enough. I really feel like now more than ever, this, this past year, it's been heavy on my heart. It's been heavy in my thoughts of just, um, you've probably heard it in my messaging, right? Um, and it is that getting our emotions, our mind and our emotions and will in check, our soul in check, nourishing our soul, replenishing our soul, getting healthy in our soul. The last thing I want to have is to know that somebody lost their whole world because their whole soul was, was a mess. Their inner world was out of order. 
And so I want to serve you. I want to help you. So if you have any questions and you'd like to connect, there's a link in my bio. There's a link in the show notes below. We can schedule a discovery call. Would love to just sit down, chat with you. Again, some accountability, no judgment. And I really feel like that's the, a safe place to just show love, show no judgment, and just be here to serve you. And so if that resonates with you and you'd like more of this, um, please share this episode, download more episodes, continue to listen into this series if you want more. Um, if you don't, hey, just uh, tune out. But uh, <laughs> in, in the meantime, you guys, I love you all. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, next week is Christmas. Have a Merry Christmas. I probably will not drop another one of these episodes until right after Christmas. So thank you so much for, for tuning in. And uh, have a Merry Christmas. Spend time with your family. Love on your family. Love on your friends. Just love on them. People's lives are, are important. And I say love on them while you can. So, all right. God bless you all. Have a great weekend.